This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. Rockus Marcus. Rockus Marcus. My high school, I cry. My high school, I cry. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of My High School iPod, the show where normally we'll have a guest on. Oh, are we doing a power hour? <laughs> what if it got to that point where we're just like, every three episodes? <laughs> uh, I think our ratings would go up, but our livers would go down. Down, down, down. <laughs> uh, yeah, normally we'll have a guest on to play some of the music that they listen to in high school, and we listen to it, and we talk about it. Love. Love. <laughs> Glad it happened. Perfect. Um, but uh, due, to, due, due to uh, some, you know, scheduling conflicts and whatnot, uh, we are doing a, a episode sans guest. Hey, that's how we want. We told when you say scheduling conflict, there's a bunch of guests lined up the door who wanted to do it, and we were like, "Get out of here! <laughs> you don't Get make out the of cut. here! It's, we're doing a solo episode." No, that's that's not true. We do have guests. <laughs> <laughs> we do have guests that we've asked, and they very kindly have said, "Yeah, sure, I'd love to do one." Uh, but it's, this, was, this was kind of a last minute thing, and we wanted to give some content. Uh, to to you, our beloved listeners, uh, even though we always say that the best part about this uh, show is the guests. Uh, <laughs> so deal with the two of us. Uh, this is the first time we've been on mic, just me and you, since uh, my high school iPod on... Ooh, sorry. Already a bad start. <laughs> but this is the first time since we did my high school iPod on Let's Make a Podcast, yeah. which came out as the pilot episode of, of this show. It feels like so long ago. I know, right? It was 32 weeks ago. Well, it's longer than that, but... Well, yeah. Yeah, 32 weeks since we've been putting out these episodes. Um, I... Oh, no, you said you were going to do one. Oh, yeah, but then I have... Okay, I guess you're not supposed to think of one. Don't think, just do uh, it. Uh... <laughs> Leave all of this in. I look up a look at here, high school iPod. Took a whole look at here, look at the high school iPod. A look at me, look at here, high school iPod. Hey, my high school iPod. I. <laughs> that was great. Thanks. <laughs> I was trying to think of one that would be clever, like how yours usually are. Or one that we haven't already done. Yeah. Oh, have we done that one? Yeah. Well, oh, Jesus Christ. Not just like that. I mean, your improvised wording was... Oh, my God. One of a kind. Terrible. Um, Wait, what'd you do? Uh, my high... I just, I think I just went like, my high school iPod. Okay, whatever. Um, Did it twice. All the listeners, they know, they remember. They're they're turning it off. They they haven't gotten this far. Uh, I am your host, Jay Howell, uh, sitting on the other side of the table this week. Um, Yeah, does that feel weird? No. Well, I think it would be weirder if normally we sit on the same side uh, and the guest sits on this side, but. It would be like you ever go to like a restaurant and there's like a couple and they're both sitting on the same side. You know, in I, the booth, it, people will hate me for saying this, but I like sitting on the same you like side. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife doesn't, so I don't do it. You but. gotta turn your head. It's yeah, like but a weird it's angle. Kinda, like I don't know. It's kind of nice to. 
like look at a phone together <laughs> you know and like kind of like shoulder to shoulder and just like play around on one phone or something <laughs> I, I don't know like I, it, you're right it's not great for conversation but if you're like just relaxing hungover breakfast or something mm-hmm. it's nice you kind of cuddle up and just like it's like being on a couch okay whatever <laughs> i guess so. but then you're both kind people, of staring it, it, into the other booth yeah it is one of those things that people just fucking hate like they hate when they see it i don't, I don't understand they're just like people get so mad and like uh oh, fucking same siders oh, what where else is like that there's that uh toilet paper thing which i mean i get that there's a, clearly a right way to do it oh the over the yeah under. Which is also strange because like who puts it on? Uh, I felt think the whole world's in agreement that over is better. Yeah, but also people get so mad about it. Yeah, if <laughs> like you, it's not a, a if big you go, of a deal. go to reach for toilet paper and it's on like the wrong way. Yeah, it's okay. You yeah, can still right. Use it. People get mad about the weirdest things. People love to get angry about like small things that. Yeah. Yeah. You think people are gonna get angry about this? About not talking about music on our music podcast. Yeah. I mean, if if they are, they're they've probably been angry <laughs> since they started listening to the show. Somebody was like, "I need a new music podcast," and somehow <laughs> they stumbled across this one, and this is their first episode. <laughs> and they're like, "It's just toilet paper and same restaurant booth <laughs> talk." Um, we are talking because we kind of have an idea of what we're going to do this episode, uh, but it's not a fully fleshed out idea. Uh, but we thought since, uh, it's just my, oh, I didn't even introduce you. Oh yeah, please do. I'm joined as always by my friend, my co-host, my producer, the Rizzoli to my aisles, Muhammad Joma. Hey buddy. Hey dude. Hey, have you ever noticed how people get really angry about the toilet paper? Oh, did I already cover this? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's okay. Um... (laughs) I was trying to think of other things about that people get mad about, but the answer is everything. Yeah. People get mad about, <laughs> about everything. fucking everything. Right? Um but but you know, we're 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 here and we're happy and we're gonna give you guys a mediocre podcast as advertised. Um we I, were, I have a cousin that uh he once was complaining this is like a few years ago, but he was complaining to me about people who sag their pants. Keep in mind he's my age. He's actually a few months younger than me, but he was like complaining about it. He's like, I don't see these people with their pants hanging down. I was like, first of all, you sound like you're eighty. <laughs> and then secondly, I was like, why would any like what how somebody's wearing their clothes bother you? Like you don't even know that guy. You what are you like, getting angry about? You sound like you're eighty and you sound like you're in the year nineteen ninety nine. I thought we were right. all cool with at this point, like sagging pants. Yeah. Um Let's uh let's do get, a show. Yeah, do let's a do a show. Okay. Um, so we were thinking uh, maybe just to do something a little bit different. Uh, you know, we we always uh, kind of interject what we listen to in high school in pretty much every episode, whether it's talking <laughs> over the guest or uh, interrupting each other. Yes. Um, <laughs> or with the power hours, we get to kind of you know show off a lot of our music. Yeah, yeah that really has taken up a good a good chunk of our high school taste to right. get to get shown off there, which is nice actually for us. For every I, th- 10 episodes. I think so. And I think also when, when I, when I am making my list of songs for a power hour, there are bands that I want to put on there. And then I realize that they are not high school bands. They're like right. college bands. Totally. Like in those two or three years following high school that right. I got really into. And 
I could put him in because who gives a shit? Like, right. But we made these rules, and in and my mind, stick like, to God, I can't do. <laughs> so we were, I, I, we were thinking that this episode um, will kind of play some of those bands. That it's also been a long time since our college age. Uh, we're both in our sixties now. Um, so we thought maybe, uh, play a few college bands for you guys that we were into and, uh, kind of discuss them. Um, yeah, I think this is, uh, this is a great idea too, because I mean, those years are such a clear extension of high school. You're still hanging out with a lot of your high school friends then. Um, and like, but there is like a this next level of maturity. I mean, clearly, and and in that become you get a little bit more mature about your uh, taste and things, and of course, including music, but even movies and clothes and mm-hmm. stuff. Everything starts feeling like, at least for me, and I'm I'm guessing for you, it, like you you want to curate a little bit more. You don't want to just like everything. I mean, I know a lot of my college years were about hating things and just right. sort of like like dismissing shit that you I didn't feel think. like your opinion is somehow strong right 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 because yeah. you have a high school diploma right it's like whatever. I like this I don't like this this is who I am I am this guy now like yeah. I am a person who is on this path and and you know and I think that's that's important obviously few years later you kind of start becoming more well-rounded and you know when you experience a little bit more of an adult workforce and get a bunch of new perspectives but yeah, during those years it's very um yeah it's very it's very much about shaping what your personality is and like sort of cementing that with 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 movies and mov- music and stuff like that yeah we i mean we, we talk about and and part of the main kind of idea uh, when we decided to do a podcast about music we listened to in high school is like that, that is kind of that formative age where you, you kind of are getting to choose, like getting to make choices for the first time of like what you want to listen to and what, what music you want to buy and, uh, how it kind of shapes your, your personality and really like college, I, I, for me at least, I like when I was thinking of bands that I, I got into in college, I still like most all of them. Yeah. Like I totally. think there are still, there are a few that like I don't really listen to anymore, but sure. I wouldn't be embarrassed per se. And I'm not entirely sure what is different from when I was 17 to when I was sure. 19. It, it's weird. I mean, there's, and there's also like kind of a, hard fast rejection of sort of stuff that you listen to before those years during that time too which you know we've talked about on this show just in that sense of being like uh you revisiting this music well you revisit it because yeah like you said i mean so much of that music that i was listening to in 2000 we graduated in 2004 but like 2000 definitely like 2006 7 8 those years like i yeah it's music that i still listen to mm-hmm. or still have around but the high school stuff is a little bit more cast aside as being sort of like immature taste or something right I think in a lot of ways, musically, those college years can be like a little bit more formidable, you know, for for your for your taste. Yeah, um, yeah, because I don't know, you feel more artsy. You know, you feel smart when you're like uh, you were going to school and you were you were out of sta- out of state, right? Yes, um, and that was that was big, and that was like I I went so the first year out of high school, I was in uh, I was in I moved back up to Virginia Beach where I 
like grew up uh, up until high school when my family moved down to Georgia. And so a year after, uh, for the for the year after I graduated high school, I lived in Virginia Beach uh, in a beach house with some buddies, and um, we would just like hang out on like it was legit like on the beach, like we could walk onto the beach. It was so nice. Totally. I had no responsibilities yeah. at all. <laughs> and we would just like sit on this porch, like in hear like the, the, the waves and we would listen to, um, like modest mouse. Right. And that was just, I was like, fuck being a grown up is awesome, but it's, you're not a grown up. but in your mind, you're like, I'm not in high school anymore. Sure. So I'm, I'm, I've got it figured out. Yeah. It does feel very, yeah. You feel very, adult very quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> um so modest mouse was should we listen to some some of that yeah put on um so it, it, modest mouse of course has come up a lot um with some of our cooler guests that were you know into like the moon in antarctica um but for me i the for really the first album of theirs that i got into was uh good news for people who love bad news and the first track on there uh I think really like float on of course is the one that everybody remembers, but that first, that first track I think is, uh, Oh, there's an intro track. You know, Oh yeah. Those horns. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that. Um, so but this it's is called the world at large. Yeah. This song is, it's pretty chill and it just, yeah, it lots of just a flood of memories. Um, and also like, Um, but just a lot of memories of like uh, most of my friends didn't live at the beach right. so I'd have to drive a lot to like get <laughs> to from anybody. where I lived right. to where anybody else lived and so um, I had an iPod and it was just a lot of Modest Mouse and like yeah, you just that was also when I started smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Because I was just bored from right. driving so much. Oh man, smoking cigarettes was the best. <laughs> <laughs> I uh it's the worst thing in the world and nobody should do it and it's yeah. it's fucking horrible for you. But I I'm like one of those people that like I, I still think smoking looks cool. <laughs> oh I it st- does. I still Absolutely. get like nostalgic for it. I'm like, fuck yeah, smoking and smoking cigarettes and like just listening to music and like rolling around your car or something it's mm-hmm. great it's a great feeling um it also is killing you inside and you should right. do it. <laughs> but i think back to like this this time when you're when you're 18 19 20 21 even i mean up until probably like mid-20s for me because i smoked for years yeah and it wasn't until like two or three years ago that I was like, oh yeah, these are terrible for you. <laughs> Which, your whole life, people are telling you, you that, that, but you're just like, yeah, but not me, because well, I'm, I'm 19. I think even when I was that age, and um, I mean, granted, I did quit, but, and I started smoking when I was like 17, 16, mm. so I was still in high school, but, um, yeah, 16, I think, uh, right when I started driving, <laughs> I was out of the house a lot, but, um, there was, like I, I remember thinking like, well, I'll just quit. I'll just quit when yeah. I'm like in my early twenties. And granted, it took me until I was about thirty to quit. But, um, but yeah, I think like the thought was always like, oh, you just smoke for a little bit, and then you quit, and then you'll be healthy. 
you won't yeah. be yeah you'll it's be the fine residual effects. <laughs> right? which is just <laughs> not true and also it's super hard to quit and it yeah. sucks trying to quit um but I remember even when I like started in high school, I was just like, I'll only do this for like a few years. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, 10 years later. Modest Mouse is good. Are they still around? Are they doing anything anymore? That's a great question. I think so. Yeah. I, mean, I think I they're still like they must touring. Be. Yeah. Um, Playing like probably festivals and stuff. Yeah. And I imagine they do pretty well still, but it's like where... They have a shitload of albums, actually. Yeah. Do you, I mean, I don't, do, do they get played on the radio? Float On did. <laughs> but that was, I mean, that yeah, was Yeah, now I, I doubt it. I mean, I, I haven't heard anything about them. I'm a little clued into like pop music and mm-hmm. stuff and I never hear anything about them, but, um, which is maybe a, a good thing. I don't know. Like it would kind of suck if it was like Modest Mouse had a song with, you know, Katy Perry or something. You'd be like, oh yeah, <laughs> I guess they're doing this now. Like, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, so it's, uh, but it looks like the last album was 2015. So, I mean, not that long ago. And yeah, the, like you said, they're probably out there at festivals and stuff. They were, they were a band and maybe it's cause I did like get into them later. Like, you know, they got a lot of shit when, when, that album and that and float on came out with like people that were into them before that were just like oh man this sucks it's in a target commercial or whatever and but for me i didn't and i felt like i felt that way with so many bands where like as soon as they got any sort of recognition i'd be like fuck it they're dead to me but with modest mouse i i listened to them like well into probably like the album that came out after good news and maybe even the one after that. And I just like, I don't know. It's just, it's like, uh, they're good. I think they're good. Like, right. I, I mean, I haven't like, listened to a lot of them, but I've never heard a modest mouse song and been like, Bleh. yeah. Oh, like they don't even sound too sellouty or anything. They sound like they, you know what it is, is they're, they're, they sound very like, uh, I don't know if you say the epitome of, or, or just like their, their sound is very stylized to sound indie rockish mm-hmm. kind of like the shins the shins are kind of like yes. that too where you listen to them you're just like oh yeah there's like textbook like college rock indie rock of that of its time kind of yeah. music and i think maybe that in general turns people off where you're just like oh right they're the mm-hmm. band the, the indie band they're not offering you anything too exciting or new yeah but they are good so with the shins Let me- i think most people think that i think uh, so i was gonna play something um so this is this is a band that also uh, I thought about it because they also have been brought up on this show before. Um, this is Wolf Parade. Oh fuck! And I had them on my list. I know you like them too. I think I'm sure you and or Mitchell probably were the ones who told me about this band. But so in 2007, it took me a while. I got into this band actually kind of only briefly too. <laughs> but in 2007, I uh, I was in. I was in Lebanon and uh, visiting for two months, and I went to a record store and just bought a bunch, a few CDs, and then ripped them to my iPad Mm -hmm. uh, or iPod, which I got my first iPod when I went to Lebanon too. I got it for the trip, and uh, this was one of the albums I picked up, and I loved it. I listened to this album for like a fucking solid six months over and over again, 
Yeah, and um, then I listened to their one after this too uh, with the orange at Mount Zoomer. Zoomer yeah. yeah, yeah, which is a great album too. And then I just didn't. I kind of fell off of these guys for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know what they're up to. But that's what I'm explaining. It's not that you're like I don't I don't like this band anymore. I, it happens with like TV shows. And yeah, where sure. It's like, you just kind of move on to the next thing. Yeah. And in your mind, you're like, I guess I still like them, but right. I'm not going to listen to them anymore. Um, I remember when you came back from Lebanon, uh, you brought Orzo. Oh, uh, Uzo. 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 Yeah. Which is like, uh, mentioned in this song. Yeah, I know. Which also, I, I'm sure I heard that in this song right here, actually. Yeah. And was like, whoa, I'm like drinking this right now. And we Lebanon. had some. Yeah. And I was just like... Oh, this is so cool! He's he's about to say right. Yeah, I've got and he's he's talking about. Um, let's see if he says it. Maybe it's not until the next verse. Right here. So he's so he says I got water and I got ozo and what he's talking about is what you do with uh, ozo is you mix it with cold water and it turns like this opaque white color it goes from clear to opaque white and. Um, you sip it, and it tastes very strongly like black licorice. Yes. And it's not very good. <laughs> I remember it It's, that. like, extremely popular as far as, like, a sipping liquor in, in Lebanon. And I, I'm guessing in other parts of the Middle East that mm-hmm. alcohol is legal. But, um, but yeah, they drink it everywhere. So <laughs> I drank it a lot over there. Is it like, um, like a... Digestive, like yeah, a, I guess so. Yeah, or an aperitif or something. Yeah, yeah they all kind of have that flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I listened to that album a lot while I was there, and then a lot when I came back. And then the other album that I got while I was there is something that is older that I didn't listen to much before, like two thousand six, seven. So a little band called ACDC. <laughs> it might as well. Be. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. But um, I heard this. Uh, and I was just like blown away by how much better this is Neil Young. Neil oh, Young and yeah. Crazy Horse. This is so. This is uh, the album I got from this Virgin Record store. It was Decade, which is like a greatest hits album, a double disc. And uh, I fucking like. I did not know how much I like. I knew him a little bit, whatever you know. Mm-hmm. You, you like everybody does. And then I like. I mean, this is like a 10 minute long song and there's a bunch on this album that are like, he has a lot of songs over like six, seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was the fucking coolest thing. And I would just like lay in bed listening to this or like walk around the city listening to this with my earbuds and just like felt very cool. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you're in a, like a movie. Yeah. If you're listening absolutely. to like old music. Yeah. I get it. I didn't listen to like old music in high school I just didn't do it it wasn't until college and I think it's because in college I got a record player and then that became a thing of like going to a record store and getting like an old Bob Dylan record or something like that or like uh, an ELO record or uh, and then I got very into doing that and I was just like old music is good it's good (laughs) which is so stupid to (laughs) come up with that epiphany but But it is funny like I've talked a bit about how uh, my dad listened to a lot of Motown and stuff growing up Mm -hmm. but not not like this kind of classic rock you know the the 70s stuff that was coming out yeah I'm always jealous of 
cool dads that like someone's like <laughs> my dad, dad yeah cool my dad butt. played led zeppelin for me when i <laughs> yeah, was right? nine and i'm well, like my dad loved whatever was current yeah and like so i would listen to like she drives me crazy by the fine young cannibals because <laughs> that's what my dad like and then it was like when i got older uh i would i would drive around with my dad and we'd listen to like Marcy's Playground or like Sex and Candy when it came on the radio and he was like don't tell your mom that the song <laughs> says Sex and Candy and I was oh, like funny. dad's the coolest dad's the coolest <laughs> but let me listen to Marcy's Playground because <laughs> it says sex um, but yeah we had some friends more like especially like you know I hung out with like the stoner kids and stuff and this kind of music was around mm-hmm. in the, those scenes a lot but um not that he was a stoner kid, but friend of the show, David Marsh, listened to a lot of this stuff, which he talked about on his podcast, yeah. and he showed me a lot, and then often mentioned, but not, never been on the show, Ross Smith, he was a guy that, like, I mean, I'm sure he listened to this and stuff, but he listened to, like, I remember he showed me Rush, I didn't really know Rush at all, he, yeah. he like, showed me that, I was like, this is fucking great, and, and Led Zeppelin, he definitely was, like, the person that was like, no, these guys rule, you gotta listen to some of their albums, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, that is like a weird thing because, I mean, that era, obviously, the 70s, 60s, 70s, sort of harder rock stuff, um, you know, I don't think it's ever going to just be like too old, right? Do you, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, and then, and then it's weird because you start thinking about like, okay, so we're talking about modern era, modern music, 50s-ish onward, you know, uh, modern pop music, I guess, and then, or modern rock, and then... Uh, it's basically going to just start being like delegated to eras, I guess, because it's no longer like, well, oldies, you right. know what I mean? Because technically, yeah, like, you know, 90s grunge <laughs> yeah, is kind of oldies it's as, now. Uh, well, like, or like 80s hair metal is about as old to kids now as the Beatles were to right. us, right? I mean... Well, maybe not the beat. Oh no, probably like later era Beatles. That was like yeah. late sixties. Uh, I'm trying to do some quick math. To the that makes sense. It doesn't yeah. matter. Whatever. Um, Nobody comes to us for hard facts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hopefully, but it is interesting because, like I said, I mean this this stuff doesn't seem to be going away. Like that kind of classic rock, and neither really even Motown. Like the stuff that was more oldies for us, mm-hmm. still like has a place on on. I mean, the music is still being uploaded all streaming service and stuff so it just seems like there's just going to be a constant backlog of old music forever yeah. for kids it's just good yeah like, it is good like you know right. that's a uh, i was thinking about um when because part of part of the whole you know thing of of this show is it's cool to like to listen to something that you haven't listened to in a, in a since you loved it and then you decide if you still love it and like modest mouse i know i still love it right neil young right you know like uh, like all that stuff is but i was also thinking that uh i remember listening to uh what's his name isaac brock i think is the singer of modest mouse Mm. he had this side project called ugly casanova that i have not Mm. listened to in a long time and i remember really liking this song i think i'm still gonna like it um but the the story behind this album was like that he went to a cabin and did like LSD or some like some kind of drug and then like yeah. recorded this album. Oh, sorry. That's good. 
Yeah, this is Ugly Casanova. It's called Hacha Girls. I'm sorry, this is a solo act or this is yeah. a separate band? This is a solo. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> like somebody dropped a bunch of acid in a cabin and then recorded some music. But the, uh, the chorus is cool. Suck it up, take a ride and take a walk and don't you know It also could be a Modest Mouse song. Like, it's not yeah. that different <laughs> from what they were doing. I'm thinking he wrote these songs on drugs, but I'm assuming the person playing violin was not at the cabin with him. Was this still when you were, like, out in Virginia Beach? Or is this, this I found about this years later. So we had, we, me and you kind of hooked back up and uh, a couple years after high school, I guess. I mean, we were always in contact. But yeah. I feel like we started hanging out a lot more. I mean, first you went to Milledgeville. Is that the name of that town? Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. Sorry, I'm thinking of the other college city. Yeah. Uh, but you went to Murfreesboro and I used to come up and visit but then when you came back to Atlanta we started hanging out a lot mm. and around that time I think we were like old enough to go out for drinks yeah or maybe yeah we go to bars we did but I don't remember if that was like right away because I saw in some pictures of you at my first apartment I think I was like 18 so yeah but we were drinking <laughs> then too but yeah you know obviously at home um but yeah we started like drinking and stuff and like you know, that that brings out a whole new set of music, too, you know. I was thinking um, along that vein, not even so much drinking, but, like, I didn't smoke weed until right. college. Right. And I didn't want to just be like, all these bands I got into when I was smoking weed. Because they're not even really weed bands. Like, I was going to play, like, <laughs> yeah. play, play, um... The first song on Z, the My Morning Jacket yeah, album. Yeah, Scott, I was going to bring them up, too. Because I, mean, I have a very... I remember It Still Moves. I, I had that in high school, and I liked that album. But I have a very distinct memory of, like, going to a friend's house and, like, sitting on couches, and uh, they put this record on. Yeah. And it's just this first song, and being very stoned, and being like... Oh yeah. Yeah. Weed enhances music. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just very good music to listen to when you're high. The song is called Wordless Chorus, which I didn't understand why until many years later where it made that <laughs> they no words <laughs> in the, the chorus. The chorus is just them going, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this band rules. We've talked about them a lot on this show. Yes. We talked about them for probably about 30 minutes with Justin Green and kind of cut out most of it. I know. <laughs> Took up so much space. But they're so good. And um, yeah, they're definitely not a high school band. Uh, I didn't even know who they were until uh, I did, I you talk, showed them to me, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I talked about it, but they might have gotten cut out. I listen to them uh i saw them on late night with conan o'brien oh yeah they yeah. played one big holiday yes and i was a, like just an amazing live song. yeah and i had no idea who they were but i was so like captivated by how intense they were and uh afterwards after they got done like conan you know, he goes over and he's like that was great yeah, great yeah. job but he was so like 
taken aback yeah. by that. He was like, that was amazing! Yeah. And just like, so, like, I'd never seen him react like that to a band. These guys, this era too, for me coming off of like a lot of the stonery beach bands, mm-hmm. they're kind of beachy on this album. This and song on, and um, off the record. Yeah. <laughs> well, and At Dawn is a very beachy yes. album. It's, I mean, it's just all like, kind of like, it sounds like you should be slow dancing with a girl like at sunset on the beach mm-hmm. with like a fire next to you. Absolutely. I mean, w- which is amazing, but it was just such a weird, like this band was dropped on me so weirdly. And then I fell so in love with them and listened to them so hard for so long. And I still do. I, I listen to this band constantly today, you know, um, new albums and old, but yeah. Also, one of my favorite live shows I've ever been to, and I, I've been to a few. We went to one together, didn't we? We did. At, at the Fox, Fox Theater. Yeah, yeah. We smoked weed in the balcony. In the balcony, and like, it was totally cool. <laughs> Nobody stopped us. It was amazing, actually. That, that might be my favorite show. That was really cool. Like, I remember because you weren't living in the city yet. Like, you were mm-hmm. still up in Kennesaw. And so you and I think some other people came down, and we were like pre-gaming yeah. at our house. And somebody I knew was at the concert and we're like we'll just skip the opening band and yeah. someone was like hey they just started there's no opening band oh and we're just God. like fuck I don't remember so, we, yeah. so we got there we still caught like most, most of, of the, the most of the show and uh it's yeah. funny because like when I drive by the Fox Theater now and I see like on the marquee it's like the Atlanta Ballet performs right. the Nutcracker and I'm like I wonder if anyone's smoking weed in the balcony during that <laughs> Oh God! I could play so many songs off of this, and At Dawn was the first album of theirs that I really fell in love with. But you know, since then, just everything is still moves. It's an yeah. amazing album. This is an amazing album. They've had a few that I haven't loved. I still no. liked them, but like I do. I mean, they have way more hits than yeah. Than misses I mean, for me. I mean, and and they they they're at a point in their career obviously they've been they have like 10 albums or something where and he like, does solo albums there's a lot of jim james yeah. solo albums there's a lot of side projects from all of them and like they're one of the few bands that i get the email newsletter of <laughs> and like i i read it weirdly but then i'll always like be like oh let me check out whatever you know this side project is and you know listen to it like once or twice mm-hmm. and be like this is good but then i never th- bother listening to it again i think when bands reach a certain height where they have so much music and so many things going on it's just like like clearly you're not gonna feel the same way that you feel about their early stuff about every fucking album it's just not not possible you know yeah you feel differently and that's i think you should otherwise the band isn't growing or progressing or anything so this uh, you, you remind me so this is the era of my life where i was just like bartending and going out and drinking like every night and working in a restaurant with a bunch of, you know, working in a restaurant for any listeners who've done that before. It's just, I mean, it's, it's good and bad, but it, it has a social element. Unlike I think any other job, it's just like after work every night you're hanging out with, I mean, if you work at a good restaurant, you're hanging out with, you know, half the staff, right? It's like, everybody's going out for beers. Everybody's going out after they go out for beers to somebody's house. Everybody's waking up hungover and going to work the next day. Um, it was where I met friend of the podcast, Brad Reinhart at one point. I think that was a little bit later on. 
Um, I worked with a friend of the podcast, Carlos Prieto, at a restaurant. Actually, at a few restaurants. Some even in high school. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fun life for sure. Man, I was looking for. I was trying to see when. I really liked that band, Man Man, back in those days, but yeah. I can't remember when they came out. And they weirdly have like three different uh, profiles on. Here we go. Rabbit Holes is the album I was looking for. 2008. So, yeah, this is um, this is Man Man, which I, I used to listen to this band basically at after parties, after the bars. We'd come back to my place and we'd play darts in my basement. And I would put this album on often because it's a good, like, drinking yeah. album. It's got a chanty, like, yeah. tavern kind of feel. Yeah. You ever see this music video? No. It's Fred Armisen and I want to say Maya Rudolph, but I could be wrong. But somebody like that is uh, werewolf they're, stating. They're kind of friends with the, yeah. co- the comedy scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys are, like, big in L.A. still. Yeah. It's weird to me, not weird, but I, I, I noticed that, like, there's Man Man, and then this guy also has a band, Honus Honus. Right. And I'm like, why does all his bands just one word twice? Well, and then there's Mr. Heavenly, which is a man type, which Mr. Heavenly's great. Right. Mr. Heavenly But it should is, be Mr. Heavenly, Mr. Heavenly. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Mr. Heavenly is weird because this, this band and Honus Honus both have kind of like like you said like a jaunty thing going on they sound like pub music mm-hmm. uh, and then Mr. Heavenly is like a pop album yeah. with this guy's weird fucking voice on it <laughs> and uh, that's a guy from Islands which we've talked about yeah. him before too I don't know his name but um, I remember in post post high school uh, somebody showed me it was around when like YouTube first was kind of being a thing and uh, I remember there was, and it's still going, I, I looked at it recently, uh, but there was this, like, I think he's a French, uh, like, film guy, and he does La Blaga Tech, uh, and it was, like, one-shot music videos, ah. like, live, like, like takeaway show kind of things, and, like, Vampire Weekend did one, Sufjan Stevens, these are all people that I was, should probably play music from. Um, <laughs> Vampire Weekend's I, another well, good one. Yeah, um, and Man Man did one. one, and it's just, like, in a, uh, Beirut and Bon Iver. Oh, God, Beirut, that's another album, yeah, but or a couple albums of like, that I loved. Like, Tech stuff is, is all great, because it's just, like, it's a microphone, like it's all recorded live and they're usually like in the streets of some like European city and they'll like, you know, man, man, they were like beating on trash cans and stuff. And it was very cool. Self-titled was that first album by vampire weekend. This is a band I have not revisited. Their new album is good. It is good, but I haven't like revisited these old albums in a long time. And that new album I say is good. I listened to it twice and was like, this is good. It's long. Never listened to it <laughs> Um, I'm going to just play one of my favorites. Yeah. They, this band blew up real fast and got some shit for it. Yeah. But they, they persisted unlike, uh, another band that blew up real fast. Kings of Leon that I, uh, I also saw live. It was one of the worst (laughs) live shows I ever saw. Oh no. Yeah, but I really liked Kings of Leon, their, their early albums, which I got into after they blew up. It was one of those things. Mm-hmm. But I was like, these guys are awesome. Um, and then they 
sucked really quickly. <laughs> was the just the guy couldn't really sing live, or it was just really boring, and then it was a lame show, and like it was just like they played the album, you know, it was just so unexciting. And at that point, I'd listened to their old albums, and then by the time like the next album came out, which was bad and most people thought it was bad i was just like fuck this it was like the quickest turnaround i've ever had on yeah. a band where like literally one winter i was like all about them and by by spring i was like i can't i with these guys <laughs> fuck them they're terrible um the vampire weekend i i saw them when this album came out and they were a huge deal they played at the variety playhouse and uh we went and they played every song off this album because these are the only songs they had and they got done right. and everyone was like cheering for an encore and they didn't have any more songs to play. <laughs> it was like, I'm sure this happens every night. Like right. maybe yeah, save a song. Yeah. Cause yeah. you know, you're the headlining band. Or learn a cover or something. Or something. Do, yeah. do it, just come out and do a cover or something. Yeah. Or yeah, just save two songs. Yeah. Just, just make it a shorter you're, set. You're a headlining band and people are, are going to want an encore. That's hilarious. That's just the unspoken rule of live music this is another kind of beachy album too <laughs> um i have something very different that i was thinking about playing since we talked about this Let's go for it uh this is kind of my different ace in the hole that i had <laughs> um so we talked about going out and drinking and stuff like that and um obviously you know my hip-hop past uh, which in high school was very much sort of rejecting mainstream rap and, and um, for like, you know, conscientious rap and old school stuff. And, you know, when I was especially like 19 to 21 and I was going to clubs and I was going to bars and I was like trying to, you know, meet <laughs> women and right. so, like or just like dancing and like. I heard a lot of the sort of mainstream, you know, club rap and stuff. And there was one artist that really like stood up. Jaquan. Everybody in the club get tips. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, now, like, every now and then I'll bring you, like, a real mainstream rapper and be like, no, nah, this dude rules. I mean, Young Thug has been that lately. Mm -hmm. Well, this guy started it all. So this is Gucci Mane. This is Lemonade, and this is the song that really got me into him. Yeah. This was probably like 2008, so a little bit late in the college years, but... I've never really dove too deep into Gucci Mane. Oh, God. I, I mean, he's very... I, there's something extra about him that like he brings to every song that mm -hmm. just like blows me away. I like it. He did a tiny desk concert. I know. That was really good. Yeah, he's gotten sober, lost a bunch of weight, got healthy, went to prison for a while, but got out and like mm -hmm. got healthy, got married and stuff, and he's like he's like living his best life now <laughs> the dude is just like and he's one of the hardest working dudes like in hip-hop i mean puts out an album or a mixtape or something like every three to six months i mean wow. it's insane how much music he has he just put out a new album i haven't even been able to listen to it yet because he's like still listening I mean, to the last one fucking like crazy how quickly but <laughs> it's, it's insane but 
I just think like this maybe like this little like hook with like the sort of children chorus yeah something about it and it's got that kind of like creepy sounding keys very like one yeah. note piano yeah But yeah, I got really into him. This album and this is the State versus Roderick Roderick Davis, I think it is uh, what it's called. But this album I got really into, and then his next album I got really into too. And I still keep up with him. I still really like him. I just yeah. But that was that era of like yeah, rapping. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Like me realizing like oh, th- there is really good rap music out there that is like just mainstream i mean that was a huge song right. that's all over the radio but it was great i loved it you know i'm into it yep. i i feel like uh like watching like chappelle show got oh, me in, yeah and then like the he did that dave chappelle's block party oh yeah, remember yeah, that like yeah, yeah, concert yeah. documentary yeah it's cool i like bought it on dvd and yeah. watched it a lot because it was just like all the hip-hop that i liked right so like most deaf and kanye and uh, dead Prez and Kanye is one that we haven't really talked about this episode, but Kanye helped me also get into mainstream rappers because he'd have these guys on his album. I think Gucci Mane's on a Kanye song. Gucci Mane's on an everybody song, but mm-hmm. he had like Young Jeezy on albums. Yeah, I mean he also had like Most Def and Talib Kweli and uh, uh, Lupe Fiasco and stuff. But he would get Ludacris was on that song and was fucking great on that song. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where because I was listening to so much Kanye, like those dudes come on, I'd be like, they're fucking good. Yeah, like, you can't he did deny a good verse it. on like, a yeah. Kanye thing. You're yeah. worth checking out. Yeah. Um, I have one that I was thinking of. Yeah, maybe that is not Gucci Mane, um, but it it goes it goes more in line with my narrative of uh, discovering weed and uh, <laughs> and music, but. Uh, I really, I, I still will listen to this band some there. So, and, and Broken Social Scene is a band that I've played and we've talked about. Uh, but some of the, some of the members of that band had a side band. Let me see if I can find the song. Uh, called Do Make Say Think. And they were like an instrumental band. And uh, this song in particular, uh, I can remember just really... Uh, blowing my mind with like how big and moving it was and the song is called the universe with an exclamation mark (laughs) i've never heard of this band i like their name though instrumental yeah do make say think but it just the song goes a lot of different places um, and there's like two drums, two drum kits, and uh, just a lot of, you can tell there's just like guys with guitars that are just making like noise and like yeah. atmospheric kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's great. I always wanted to see this band live, but they didn't really tour that much because sure. I think they're, they're just people from other bands. Right, 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 so. right. Have you ever seen any instrumental band live? Explosions in the Sky? Or... Not Explosions in the Sky. I, there was actually... Uh, there was a band called Unwed Sailor that I listened to in high school that I still have a band t-shirt of theirs that <laughs> I wear. Um, and then there was there was this local Atlanta band that we, my oh, high school yeah. band, would play uh, with. Uh, who was it? Uh, I forget. But they were one of those bands that 
they they had their back turned to you when they played. Oh really? There was a there was a two piece instrumental band that I remember seeing a bunch at five two nine, but I can't remember what mm. they were called. It's so long ago when you I, think about it. Isn't that crazy? It. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why can't I remember these things? It's like oh yeah, it was twenty years ago. People will bring up band like local bands or even bands that just came through Atlanta all the time, like in conversation now, and I'll just be like. Oh yeah, I saw those guys like ten times, like just randomly yeah. or whatever. Because they were just and I like them. I just never have really thought about them because <laughs> I thought they would just always be playing music in front of me forever. Yeah. Just catch them the next time, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, this is I didn't really just kind of go in stream of conscience, con- sure, con- sure. stream of conscience, stream of consciousness. Uh. But I was thinking about how this is a band that I've wanted to put on a um, power hour mix, but they are they are a post high school band. Uh, but they are uh, they they Rilo Kylie, which was a which oh, yeah. is a high school band. Uh, but like Jenny Lewis, still right. doing her solo stuff, like and yeah. and it's all really great. Um, but Blake, the guy who played guitar and would sing a little bit, yeah, the guy he from was in a band called Shorts. Yes, and uh, and Boy Meets World. Yeah, uh, but he had a side project called uh, not even a side project, just another band uh, called The Elected. And uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, this song is. Uh, it's fantastic, um, but I'm gonna play the beginning and then fast forward it a little bit because it, it's a, it's, a, it's kind of a slower one and then sure. like, but it was just very, and I feel like this kind of uh, moved me in it because their first album is like this is their second one. Their first one was like kind of a country album, and yeah. it was when I first started thinking like you know country isn't all terrible like yeah it's just this the mainstream the country. Right country, yeah right. the same with like if you listen to like sturgill simpson or, or like any of those guys Maybe i'm loving that new sturgill simpson album it's, it's like weird so right weird. it's so weird and there's a 45 minute anime that goes along with it i saw that on, on netflix. like netflix <laughs> it's fucking crazy but it's like what i always wanted from not just him but like i like that idea of like country artists who aren't afraid to just be like we're gonna do something fucking weird which i mean clearly he never has been uh, afraid to do something weird but i would understand like i was asking gus about it because he's a big fan and he's just like yeah it's weird yeah <laughs> and uh, i would understand if a lot of his fans were just like yeah i don't really like it because it sounds different enough yeah you know but it's good i think it's okay to be like i don't like it but yeah don't be like fuck, fuck this yeah, yeah fuck him for why did he do this yeah yeah, yeah. it's like he's yeah, abandoned us i mean the dude's gonna put out many more albums let him have yeah. that one weird one i always think that about weird albums it's like yeah have a weird one it's good for you let me get to the part that i know you're a fan of uh okay yeah I know you're a fan of a trumpet solo. You're right, I am. Pretty much from this point on, this song, uh, because I listened to this uh, a couple months ago. I just remembered it and was kind of drunk and looking at videos on YouTube. It's very pretty. It sounds more like a Sufjan. Yeah. Like a Sufjan Steven song. Which, by the way, I hate what Sufjan does, like, has been doing lately. It's so boring to me. Oh, uh, I, mi- I miss when he was like. Hold on, hold on. Okay. 
We'll get to Sufjan. Okay. We'll kind of maybe have to close out with him. I just, I love this. It's so good. (laughs) This also sounds like a very, I love that horn, but it sounds like a very natural progression for you from high school. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was the elected. They were really good. Let's let's get into Sufjan because come on, Phil, the Illinois dude. I love was that album. A and, and huge greeting, album. What is for it? Greeting, greetings from Mi- from Michigan. Is that what? That yeah, but I called? think that one might have come out when we were like seniors in high school. Really, Illinois well, I didn't was listen to either of them until until college. But I liked both of those albums, and I've always followed his career and listened to his music and. Just he's just not a guy that like I really dig what he does, but those albums like are still I think so good that I I always kind of look to him to see what he's what he's up to next. Yeah, I did you like Age of Ads that like kind of electronica kind of thing that he did? Um, I don't know it. If I do know it, I don't remember it. Okay, well, but I I like when he gets like a little bit more. Uh, instrumental actually i like i like a lot of instruments and i feel like so much of his new music is stripped away yeah like you don't get this shit in his new on his new album i love this it's so good good. (laughs) i uh when i was going to school in tennessee uh i had a group of friends that you met because you came up and visited us they were all from uh like jerseyville illinois so they felt they knew all these places he was talking about and at the time his whole thing was he was going to write a, 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 an album about every state. I know. It's so funny. And we were just like, I can't wait till he does Georgia. Right. It was just like, he did these two. And, and then, then I think he was like, abandoned this project. Ah, I don't want to do states anymore. Right. <laughs> Very ambitious. I mean, I, I really like him and I don't mean to shit on him also because I don't know him well enough. I'm sure somebody who does could defend him to me and I would have nothing to say, but I, I do listen to like his new music and I every time I try I'm always just like yeah but it's it's like he has such a good voice that I think like he started stripping everything away yeah. and singing and he's so emotional you know his voice I is so emotional really like it but I yeah, can see why but it's just if like, you weren't into it yeah, yeah. It's just I get I don't know I get bored with it I guess he uh yeah and I watched like he did some concert at like some huge symphony hall yeah and i watched the whole thing and it was just so but it wasn't this grand it was like a little more stripped down see i i like i wish that this had gotten ramped up because i I think it's like the arrangements are are so good that i'm just like yeah i wish you like (laughs) planned like big band shows and stuff be fucking amazing and then he wrote a really pretty song about john wayne gacy (laughs) this is really cool I will say, like, some of the brighter spots on this album and the Michigan album are, are like, the, the the times where he's very much, like, um, bearing his soul about his mother and stuff like that. Those are really good songs, but it's just, like, I could do with more instruments and less uh, emotion. Cool. Anyway, you want to wrap this up? Yeah, we got to wrap this up uh, because... Uh, we got our next guest uh, yes. in the rafters. Um, you talk a little bit. I have to text. Um, well, this was fun. Uh, it was uh, Jay. I think it was just nice getting to sit down, just me and you. And um, I mean, as much as I love having a guest, it's nice to nerd out with about music yeah. with just you, buddy. Dude, it was yeah. so much fun. And um, revisiting some of these bands that we both kind of intersected at too. It's nice where I think a lot of times with guests, there's 
point where either one of us is just sort of like, I don't know what the fuck this right. is. Right, right, right. <laughs> or in the case of Will Backley, both of us are like, I don't know. What Neither the fuck of us were on board. Let's do every 32 episodes. <laughs> we'll just do one with we'll me We'll see and you, you guys at 64. Um, um, let's wrap it up real quick. Wrap it up real quick. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, write a review tell some friends uh this is my high school ipod uh if this is your first episode you've listened to listen to some of the other ones with guests yeah because <laughs> um, they're different um but thanks for listening and we hope you liked it one very quick plug watch the new marcus music video uh the song is called monsters you can find it on youtube under their uh, youtube page or at kittywing.com because i directed it yes muhammad did a great job directing thank you. it it was a lot of fun um, okay, cool. You guys, thank you so much. Uh, until next time, for Muhammad Joma, this is Jay Howell saying, make a playlist, throw it on shuffle, pop in those earbuds, get out there, and change the world!